All made-in-Taiwan medical-grade face masks will soon need to be marked with government-issued stamps. The stamps carry the words Made in Taiwan and the letters MD, which stand for medical device. On Monday, a Taoyuan factory became the first in Taiwan to roll out masks compliant with the new policy. It's one mask after another, zipping down the production line for elastic ear loops to be attached. At the lower right corner of every mask are the words Made in Taiwan and the letters MD, short for medical device. There too appear on all newly manufactured masks in Taiwan, per government orders. These masks with MD and MIT on them, the label with the first edition stamps that have been distributed to the National Mask Squad. For information on how to identify MIT masks, please refer to the official announcements of the Central Epidemic Command Center. We've probably doubled our manpower at this point. In the early stage, there were only about 30 or 40 workers. Now there's probably close to 100. Face masks from China made headlines last month after they entered Taiwan's rationing system by way of a local company. In the wake of the discovery, the Central Epidemic Command Center revised its mask regulations. Starting September 17th, all medical-grade masks sold on the market must be stamped with MD and made in Taiwan. Masks that don't meet the requirements can still be sold up to December 17th. After that, they must be sent to the CECC for market verification or requisition. All masks requisitioned for our reserve stock have been inspected and they will be used during emergencies in the future. During this interim period, we will also conduct verification and inspection on new batches of masks. The National Face Mask Squad is a hard-won achievement for Taiwan. It instills confidence in the people. After the rollout of the Made in Taiwan MD brand, domestically produced masks will be the sole choice for our consumers. With changes to branding underway, Taoyuan Mayor Zhen Wenchan inspected a face mask factory on Monday. He greeted the employees and called on the public to keep an eye out for new labels on their PPE. Electricity prices will stay unchanged at 2.625 NT per kilowatt hour until at least April 2021. The Economics Ministry's Electricity Tariff Review Committee announced the decision on Monday, citing low global crude prices. Taiwan's power prices have remained unchanged since October 2018. The Electricity Tariff Review Committee convenes twice a year and can adjust rates by up to 3%, with any modifications taking effect in April and October. Corticosteroids are prescribed for a variety of conditions, ranging from asthma to a rash. But this common drug can be risky even when used for a short period of time, doctors say. According to a team from Tanggung Memorial Hospital and the National Health Research Institutes, short-term use elevates the risk of gastro intestinal bleeding, sepsis and even heart failure. Their study was based on the medical records of patients who were administered the drug for no more than 14 days. Prolonged corticosteroid use is known to produce side effects like weight gain at the back of the neck or on the face. But now doctors find that even short-term use can cause problems. The National Health Research Institute and Changgung Memorial Hospital studied the medicine's effects on people aged 20 to 64. They found that those given oral steroids for up to 14 days at a time were 1.8 times more likely to develop gastrointestinal bleeding compared to the average person. They were also 2.0 times more likely to suffer heart failure within one month. Short-term steroid use is actually relatively safe, but it's not completely safe as was thought in the past. After using them, you have to watch out for some risks. 
one month after use, your risk of developing gastrointestinal bleeding, sepsis, and heart failure is 1.8 to 2.4 times higher. Researchers found that risks were higher even if the patient did not have a history of chronic illness. In Taiwan, around 25% of the population has at one point been prescribed corticosteroids. About 85% of them did not have a chronic illness. There are 4.01 million Taiwanese adults who have, at some point, taken corticosteroids for a short time. That's one quarter of the population that's received this treatment. The most common side effects include skin disorders and respiratory tract infections. The study has been published in the international journal Annals of Internal Medicine. Experts say the findings are no cause for panic. Patients who experience side effects from steroid use should not stop use on their own, but should seek medical advice instead. Barbecues are a modern Taiwanese tradition at mid-autumn time. For many, the sight of smoke rising from the fire and curling round the full moon is a nostalgic childhood memory. But failing to stop the food burning is a painful habit for equally as many. Barbecue experts, however, can take the hard work off your hands. This year, bookings for home barbecue services are especially high as people prefer to eat in the open, say chefs. The barbecue gets set up and the charcoal laid out in a perfect grid and piled high. Then in goes the tinder and it's blazing in no time. Strips of meat are turned over and come out just right. Even tricky barbecue items like fish cakes, odin and meatballs are done to perfection. That's a professional at work. When you barbecue things like fish cakes and odin, you have to keep the heat low and flip them regularly. You have to flip them almost continuously back and forth. With just one call, you too can book a professional barbecue service to come to your house, bringing the equipment, the food and the flipping all in one. The hottest items are the pig roast and the whole chicken. The mid-autumn festival barbecue mania is starting early. Here you can see workers packing enoki mushrooms. Every week, enough barbecue food is shipped out to feed two to three thousand people. The house special sauce is drizzled on the mushrooms with bacon and chopped green onions. Then they're wrapped in aluminum foil. It's extra busy this year as the pandemic sees the public keen to eat outside. Barbecue services in September and October have almost booked up. It's extra busy this year. Normally we are only booked up for three weeks. This year we're booked up for five weeks. Minkin Barbecue will send a chef out to cook for a party of 10. Rakukin Barbecue is offering a similar service for six people or more. And the region Taipei is offering picnic barbecues, including a 3.5 kilogram American ribeye steak and a 2.5 kilogram tomahawk steak. If meat and the moon are your autumn tradition, it's time to make your booking. Fatty liver disease is a disease that often afflicts alcoholics, but it's increasingly being seen in children. Doctors say that non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is closely linked to obesity, which is rising among Taiwan's children. Since most children suffering from non-alcoholic fatty liver disease are asymptomatic, pediatricians encourage parents to take their children in for regular checkups. Overeating and lifestyle changes have made non-alcoholic fatty liver disease a common liver disease in Taiwan. According to the National Center for Biotechnology Information, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease has a global prevalence of about 25 percent. 
In Taiwan, the rate is higher, at about 30 percent. Doctors say that a growing number of children are at risk of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. This is a global problem, not only the Western country, but also in Taiwan. And uh, we found that obese or overweight children is uh, more and more. So uh, we are uh, worried about the condition about non-alcoholic fatty disease will affect these children's health. So in Taiwan, uh, the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is about one-third uh, uh, ob uh, ob uh, obese children. Dr. Tai says non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is closely related to obesity. In fact, obesity is the most common cause of liver disease in children. It is a chronic liver disease caused by excessive fat accumulation in the liver. The prevalence rate is about 7% of all children and adolescents and 34% of obese children. This is a problem because uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease will affect their liver function. even. Uh, progress to liver fibrosis or cirrhosis. And in Western country, we found the incidence of liver transplantation due to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is growing, even uh, 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 become the, uh, become the uh, number two uh, cause of the uh, liver, uh, liver transplantation list. Dr. Daiji San says studies show that in one-third of patients with fatty liver, hepatocyte inflammatory injuries may progress to fibrosis or cirrhosis and possibly cause patients to develop liver cancer. In addition, most children with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease are asymptomatic. A few may experience pain in the upper right abdomen and nonspecific symptoms such as abdominal discomfort or fatigue. Dr. Tai advises parents of overweight children to consult a doctor about ways to change their lifestyle diet controlled, you have to know the uh, portion or the uh, cooking weight and also the increased uh, their daily activity including uh, some uh, uh, decreased uh, time for TV or video game and increase their activity. Dr. Tai says treatment of non-alcoholic liver disease can only start with weight control. She says lifestyle intervention and diet control over 3 to 12 months can effectively improve liver function and reduce the severity of the liver disease. With diet modification, health education, physical activity, and regular outpatient follow-ups, the liver can gradually return to normal after half a year. For Mosa News, Stephanie Yang, Huang Pinghan in Taipei. Taipei Zoo has announced a new addition to its family of Malayan tapirs. After a 13-month pregnancy, first-time mom Mofen gave birth to a male calf last Sunday. The zoo says mother and child are doing well. He can stand up. The mom will even lie down and let the baby nurse. Because tapirs are herbivores, moms and dads don't necessarily have that much time to protect their young. The babies do have camouflage, which might be better for their own safety. At 5.1 kilograms, the tapir calf has dark brown fur with white stripes and spots. It looks strikingly different from its black and white parents, but the zoo says that's perfectly normal. The calf's camouflage coloration will begin fading in two months. After about six months, it will have the distinct black and white markings that adult Malayan tapirs have. A moth breeder in Yunnan County got a nasty surprise after losing a batch of Atlas moth pupae to a group of 
monkey thieves. The man says several Formosan macaques broke into his farm, stealing 120 moths he had been raising in a conservation program. The farmer says the monkeys likely looted the infant bugs to eat, as they are rich in protein. This is Taiwan's largest moth, the Atlas moth. It has a wingspan of up to 31 centimeters and is vibrant in color. Adult moths only live for about half a month. The owner of a farm in Gukun Yunling has bred the species for 21 years. But this year, some uninvited guests showed up to his farm, robbing him of his treasured bugs. We hadn't collected the pupae yet. We were one day away from collecting when the macaques took them all away. The pupae are high in protein. We saw that in this troop of macaques, many of the females were nursing their young, so this protein-rich food is very nourishing for them. The Formosa macaques came and went in a flash. Within seconds, the moth pupae in the trees were all swiped away. They took the pupae back so they could eat it slowly. There wasn't a single pupa left on the ground and around the area. A friend asked why I didn't report it to the police. I said that monkeys don't have an ID, so no point in reporting it to the police. The breeding season for atlas moths lasts from June to August. This year, the farm had bred 120 pupae, but all were taken by the troop of macaques, leaving Lee with nothing to show for his efforts. Now, something to delight your taste buds. You may be a fan of Korean cuisine, but unless you're a real aficionado, you probably never had a feast quite like this one. And no need to head over to Seoul. This is all cooked up by a Taiwanese chef here on the island. Nayeonbyeon, a Korean dish made with cold, thin noodles. Hiding at the bottom is an oyster almost as big as an adult's hand. It needs to be snipped up to fit in the mouth. Green mustard makes for a sweet and sour, slightly piquant soup. At first, the noodles are popped in the pot to boil three minutes. Then, it's straight into an ice bath. The noodles shrink just a little for a perfect chewy texture. It takes some elbow grease to get the fresh oysters open. They come from the U.S. and Canada. The perfect combination of sauce, vinegar, and mustard took some work. The mustard is a bit spicy, and the noodles are sweet and sour. If you don't get the proportions right, it gets too hot or too sour. I think I tested dozens and dozens of versions of the recipe. If you're still hungry, go for the andong jimdak, a steamed chicken dish. Two types of cheese on top will melt in the mouth. For dessert, a pumpkin and cheese delight, and a cocktail to round it all off, making a complete feast. Continuing now our series on the best ices from around Taiwan. One ice shop in Shinzu has gone back to basics, reviving classic Taiwanese tea flavors and using the most traditional of toppings like crunchy lugang mian cha. Some of the ingredients might have been favorites of your great-grandparents. The shop is a tribute to a bygone era of Taiwanese dessert culture, and visitors say the ices smell just as good as they look. A mountain of shaved ice falls into the bowl. But this isn't chocolate. It's Chie Guanyin tea, and this ice shop smells as lovely as a tea house. Puffed rice makes a crunchy, comforting topping. This Xinju ice shop has hit on a winner with the summer delight. It's got the lovely tea aroma from the Tie Guanying and the puff rice flavor. It feels a bit like drinking Lei Cha. But that's not the only tea-based ice on offer. This one is Four Seasons Oolong. Matcha is the most popular. 
We wanted to do something with a really Taiwanese flavor, so we made this shaved ice from Four Seasons Oolong. It tastes so Taiwanese, like fresh green tea. To make the treat even more authentic, she introduced local special Baoshan sugars added to Lugang Mian Cha for a subtle hint of sweetness. They sprinkled Mian Cha on top, so it has this really traditional Taiwanese feeling, and it means it isn't too sweet. The shop itself has a very long history, with the building built over a century ago. It was built in 1918, 102 years ago. We've preserved the original style of the old building, but brought it a new lease of life. It gives me a kind of sophisticated intelligentsia vibe. And the ices taste very natural. It makes me think it would be lovely to come here to chat with friends. The owner's classic take on Ice Street certainly seems to suit the location, and visitors say the result is delightful. Aside from the variations on tea, ices come in seasonal fruit flavors too, so whenever you pop in, you can enjoy the taste of Taiwan's harvest.